Welcome to the Coastline Podcast. We exist as a church to help connect you to God and the people around you, to help you grow in your faith, and to challenge you to go into your community sharing the love of Christ. Three things, connect, grow, go. If you'd like information on what is going on at Coastline, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, or email us at hello at coastlinensb.com. Coastline. How are you guys doing this morning? Good? Yes. I have to take a minute and brag on you guys that are here in the room because if you're watching online, maybe you're not from here, but it is cold in New Smyrna Beach this morning. We woke up. It is 30 degrees. It was way too cold for beach people. So um, anyways, I want to commend you all for being here in the room in your jackets. I'm so proud of you guys. I also want to take just a quick second um, and just acknowledge something real quick. Um, If you've been around Coastline, maybe not in the last year, but before the last year, in the last first two years we were here, you may have recognized this guy, Caleb, that was up here. A year ago, Caleb moved to Fishers, Indiana uh, to start a business and a dream, and we were just so excited to have him. He's visiting on vacation here this morning, but it just brought my heart so much joy to see him this morning. Like Brian said, he grew up in our youth ministry. I've known him since he was 12 years old, and now he's a man with a big boy job, and we're just so proud of him, and it was so great to have him here this morning, so I just wanted to acknowledge that. So we have been going through a series called Restore, and every year around the New Year time, we kind of come up with this collection of talks. We think like, what are we going to say for the new year? What is everyone, what's going on in everyone's lives? What's relevant to people today in this season? And so usually Brian kind of comes up with a message that's like new year, new me. And maybe you said that at the start of 2021, like, yeah, it's a new year. All 2020 is going to go behind us. Um, Of course, we all know we just woke up and it was the same, but um, we wanted to really embrace this idea of restore because when we restore, Store something, we're actually making it better than it was before. It's better than new. And so that is our prayer for you and our church this morning and this year is that you'll actually be better than new going forward as we restore ourselves. So um, I'm super excited to teach with you guys this morning and share what God has put on my heart. Let us, let us pray and then we'll get started. Father God, Lord, we thank you. God, we thank you for community. God, whether we are here in person, God, whether we are online, God, we thank you for the gift of community. We thank you that we can share together this morning, this moment of time where you've brought us together. God, we pray that you would prepare our hearts this morning to receive what you have for us. God, I pray against any distractions this morning. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would speak through me and speak to my friends. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so I'm not sure about you guys, but the last year ish has been a little bit tense, right? So we woke up in March uh, where we kind of, maybe February, we started to hear about something that was happening in China. We weren't really sure. And then come March, full-blown March, we're actually on a mission team in Costa Rica where we get sent home early because uh, 
you know, it's breaking loose. All is breaking loose. And our lives have been changed for the last year. We've been going through a season of such tension and anxiety. Brian and I have found ourselves just dealing with things that we've never dealt before, feelings that we've never felt before about anxiety, about how to lead our family through this tension, how to lead our church through this tension, how to lead our, ourselves through the tension. And so it's been tough. It's been tough as we work through these things and then, um, of course, we all know we've been in this political season that has been tough. And whether you're on one side or another side or you've given up on the sides, whatever it is, we've all felt the tension. It continues to move us forward. So how do we go about this? How can we restore ourselves? How can we move past, make it better than new when we have so much anxiety and so much tension in our lives? So I was preparing this week of what it is that God wants us to speak. What does God want us to know about our restoration project on ourselves or our marriages or our families? What is God speaking to us? What does God want us to know? And he told me that there needs to be a season of rest in our restoration. I think about my friend Shelly. She builds custom homes for a living. So they're building projects, they're restoring projects, and she knows that at some point there has to be rest in the project. They can't just pour the foundation and then bring in every contractor to walk over it. There has to be rest. They can't just bring in every single contractor every day on the same time because it would be chaos. It would be chaotic. There has to be a moment of rest. So as I was studying about rest, I was looking in the book of Matthew, and I noticed that in Jesus, I was kind of reading through all his different ministry, and when his, this is a time where he really starts to do miracles in his life, really starts to do his ministry work, I realized that over and over and over again, he goes to rest. He finds solitude in the rest. So that's what my prayer for us today, is that we learn how to rest and receive what God has for us. But the idea of rest is foreign to our, like our culture, right? Because we celebrate the busy. We celebrate that our calendars are full, maybe not so much these days, but we celebrate that there is a time, you know, you talk to people, how are you? What's going on? What's new in your life? And they say, well, I'm busy. I'm really busy. I'm really busy. I can't do that. I'm busy. I can't meet with Elizabeth. I'm busy. I've got all these things. I'm busy. So our, our culture celebrates this busyness. And it's interesting because that's not what Jesus wants for us. He wants us in a place of rest. So I was looking in this scripture and in Matthew 14, 23, this is after Jesus feeds 5,000 men, right? He takes a couple of pieces of the little boy's lunch, couple pieces of bread, couple fish, and he feeds, it says 5,000 men. That doesn't even account for the women and the children that were there. So let's just say 10 to 12,000 people Jesus feeds after he performs this miracle. It says, after sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. And I find that so interesting because here Jesus is, he's worked really hard, right? He's kind of come off a big project at work 
And the most important thing for him was to get away, to get up on the mountainside by himself, all alone, and talk with God. So we see how important it is to Jesus to take time to rest. So how do we find rest? How are, what are we going to do to find the rest? Because I don't know about you, I felt over this last season burned out. I felt broken. I felt drained. I felt incredibly heavy on my heart. So how do we find the rest? What do we do about that? I have a couple ways that we can do that. The first is we must pause for rest. In Psalm 46.10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. You guys have probably heard this scripture before. Even if this is your very first time in church, you've probably seen this on a bumper sticker. Someone probably has it tattooed on them that you know. Or maybe you got like a cute thing from Hobby Lobby that says that. Be still and know that I am God. But if we're not still, how do we know that he is God? How do we know if we're not still? So the first thing we have to do is pause. There is power in a pause. The interesting thing about pausing and reflecting is that it doesn't take a lot of time. We can be driving in our cars on the way to take our kids to school. We can be in the middle of mopping our floors. We can be in the middle of a work project. Whatever it is, we can take the time, and it's just a small time, but it helps us be still and know that he is God. We take the power of the pause. You know, it's interesting. I, I like like voice memos. Brian loves to send me voice memos because he doesn't like to text. Um, he's really into the voice memos. But the interesting thing about a voice memo is you can pause it and you can write down what the person said. So you hear like, hey, I need you to meet me at this place. Well, I can just hit pause and I can write down what the person is saying. And so the same is true when we're resting in God, when we're trying to find rest with him, there is power in the pause. Thank you, God. I'm mopping these floors and they're dirty, but thank you, God. You know, I'm washing these dishes, but thank you, God. I'm mowing my grass, but I'm not, but somebody is, but thank you, God. You know, so there is power in a pause throughout the day. I know for me, Brian and I, if you don't know, we're in a season where we have little kids. I met someone this week and they're like, oh, wow, yeah, yeah, you're in the season. I'm like, yes, thank you. They're four and six. Um, so there is not a lot of pausing throughout our day. It's a lot of chaos. It is a lot of drama all the time. I have a wonderfully strong-willed daughter who is going to rule this world one day. So just watch out. She'll be on your ballot one year for president. Don't worry. Um, but we don't, I don't, this is convicting to me. This is speaking to me because I don't spend a lot of time pausing. And there is power in the pause. If we take a moment and we say, what is it, God? Or just thank you, God. Whatever it is, I find myself, I'm so busy driving to school, driving to drop them off. They're like, an, it takes me an hour to take them to school and back. So two hours a day, I'm driving in the car. And so I just have to pause and say, thank you, God. Or pause and say, what is it that you have for me today? God, what do you want me to do today? There is power in the pause. 
The second thing we can do to find rest is we can plan for the rest. We have to be intentional in our everyday life. We have to plan the time to rest with God. And just as we saw Jesus get away from the crowds, we have to do the same thing. I think if we're not intentional about resting, we have to put it on our calendar. So we have a calendar for everything, right? You put important things on your calendar. You put your work schedule on your calendar. You put your doctor's appointments. You put your circle group on your calendar. You put your coffee dates on your calendar. And when you're intentional with your spouse, you put date night on your calendar. We love date night. We love that date night on our calendar. But we have to be intentional about the time because if you don't schedule the time of rest, you're not going to do it. I have to uh, applaud my friend Kayla because she recognized that she needed rest. And rest is not a spa day. Rest is not a shopping trip with friends. It's not a fishing trip, sorry, to bust your bubble. Yeah, I know. Um, But it is intentional time spent with God. And so what I meant by Kayla is she's actually taking some time to rest this week. And she has no plans. And she's just going to rest. She made it a point to put it on her calendar to say, I'm not going to take anything else with me. I'm just going to go and I'm going to rest in God and to hear what he has to say to me. So we have to make it intentional. Maybe you can take a couple days of work for your rest. Maybe you only have an hour. But whatever it is, you have to find the time and be intentional about your rest or you're never going to do it. Especially if you live in a season of children and schedules and driving kids everywhere, it can be daunting to find the time in your schedule to be intentional. But just like date night, we have to be intentional about our rest. And the next important thing of rest is to receive. When we are positioning ourselves in a place of rest, then we're also able to hear and receive what God wants to speak to us. It's interesting. Uh, I talk about my kids, and I'm a stay-at-home mom, but, you know, work here too, whatever I do. Uh, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so a lot of times there's chaos in my home, like I said, a four and six-year-old, and so they'll be playing in their room and watching TV and doing all these little things, and I'm trying to get their attention. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. And I'm saying his name, and I'm saying his name, and he's playing, and he's watching, and he's not paying attention. And I say, hey, Ben. Ben. And I start calling his name, calling his name, and finally he looks up to me, and I say, I love you. I adore you. You are my favorite son. I get to say that to him because he's only one son. You are my favorite son. I love you. I adore you. I delight in you. But how often are we so busy being distracted in our everyday lives that we don't hear what God is saying to us, that we don't hear him saying, hey, I love you, daughter, I love you, son. I created you on purpose for a purpose, and I have a plan for your life. 
if we're too busy playing, (laughs) doing whatever we're doing throughout the day, making ourselves busy, how can we hear what God is saying to us if we're not resting? There's a scripture in Mark, and this is Jesus. He's with the disciples. This is another great example of um, resting and trusting in God and letting him be our peace in life. It says that that day when the evening come, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, so we know that's a storm. So big storm comes up. As we know here, we live in Florida. If you're not from Florida, you don't know this, but in the summertime, bam, there's a storm. We don't even know. We like, it was sunshine one minute and raining and crazy hurricane the next. So this is what happens. It's sunshine. It's great. And now they're in the middle of a storm. A furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion. So here it is. They're in the middle of a storm. They are about to die and Jesus is asleep. I don't know about you guys, but in the last year, sometimes it can feel as though Jesus is asleep while we are in the middle of a storm. But he's not sleeping. Let's finish the scripture. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind and the waves. Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. Then he said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? I don't know about you, but for me and Brian in this season of our lives, it's kind of felt like Jesus has been sleeping. And I've kind of said, Jesus, don't you care if I die? Don't you care that whatever is going on in my life is going on in my life? Don't you care that I want to connect with people? Don't you care that COVID is really hard and isolating? Don't you care that this political season is scary and tense? Don't you care, Jesus? But he says, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Here's the deal, friends. He's not let us drown yet. He's not let us drown. We may have drowned ourselves a little. Maybe we stepped off into the deep end when we knew we couldn't swim there. But Jesus has not let us drown. And he will not let us drown. He is the peace in our storm. This is the thing about when we set intentional time to rest, when we go through this and throughout our days and we're saying, okay, we're going to plan our pause and we're going to plan our rest. We have it on our calendar. We're going to be focused on what God has for us. This is, this is what I know. You're going to get distracted. And sometimes they're not always bad, bad distractions. Sometimes they're good. This week I was studying and a really good friend called me to tell me some really exciting news that we had been praying for and praying through for her for a long time. And I, I got distracted. I turned off what I was listening to. I stopped taking my notes. 
and I talked to her about her really exciting thing that was happening in her life. Sometimes the distractions are not good. The enemy, he's very real, and he wants us to live in chaos. He wants us to be distracted. He wants us to not spend time with God because he knows that if he can pull us away from God, then he's gonna pull us away from our purpose and the plan that God has for our lives. It's so interesting because we have to recognize that, those distractions. We have to recognize that we have to be intentional about our rest and our pause. And once we do those things, we are in a position to receive, just like my kids playing in their room, just like they're playing, they're looking, they're playing with their toys, they're watching TV. Maybe they're watching too much Netflix. Maybe that sounds like us. Maybe God's trying to say something to us, but we're busy watching Netflix and we can't hear. I'm just totally speaking for myself. Um, I love a good Netflix show. But they, um, how many times have that, has that happened to us? We've got to position ourselves for God's peace to enter our lives. I don't know about you, but I could use some peace in my life right now. I could use his peace. I could use him to tell my storm, quiet, be still. That's what I need in my life. A year ago today, actually, funny that you brought that up, my mom had a surgery. In October of 2019, we got a call saying that my mom had stage four melanoma that had metastasized in her lung, which was very rare. We got this call, and I remember talking to my mom, and of course I felt overwhelmed at the news, the scary news that we receive, and maybe you've received some news like that in your life. But there was a sense of calm that came over me, a sense of peace in the middle of my storm. And I said to my mom, this is not going to be the end of our story. We're not doing that. I just said, no, that's not happening, sorry. Um, I, maybe it was just stubbornness, I don't know. But one year ago today, she had surgery on her lung to remove the cancer. And then over the last year of the 2020, she uh, received treatments and some other surgeries from, for some other spots that had come up as well. But I can tell you that a couple weeks ago, I got a call that she is cancer-free. Yes, praise God. We knew, we knew that. I just knew that God was going to heal her. I had faith that Jesus was going to say to the storm, quiet, be still, and know that I am God. Know that I have healing and something better on the other side for your life, for her life. I knew that, and I found peace because I was able to pause. I was able to rest, and I was able to receive his peace in the middle of the storm. To find rest in Jesus, we must pause and plan and receive. And that is my prayer for you today, that you would find power in the pause, that you would plan a time of rest, and that you would receive what Jesus has for you. 
I want you to remember the story of the disciples on the boat. The disciples had seen so many miracles. They had seen Jesus show up in their life. They had seen him heal people. They had seen him turn a little boy's lunch to feed a banquet. But they still lost faith and they still doubted. And that's okay because we're there too sometimes. There's still moments of doubt, but we have to remember that Jesus is our peace and our storm. If we can just get to him, we can be restored into something newer, something better than new. And it will change our lives when we find the rest in him. I don't know where you are today. We do have one thing in common and I think we're all kind of tired. We're all a little run down. We've overcome a lot. We're still overcoming a lot, but we're gonna do it together. And we're gonna walk with Jesus by our side. Would you guys bow your heads with me this morning? If you're here today and you need the peace of Jesus in your life, would you just raise a hand in surrender? There is no one looking out. If you're online today, even if you're in your living room, raise your hand. You could raise two hands up because no one sees you. But if you're ready to receive the peace of God, the rest of God, raise your hand up and he sees you. I wanna challenge you this week to receive and to rest in him. Put it on your calendar to receive him and what he has for you. If you're here today and you've never met a man named Jesus, you don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you kind of heard Kayla singing some songs about him and you're not really sure, but you want that peace in your life to know him and to know and be in relationship and community with him. He is here in this room right now. He is here for you. He is here for me. He is ready to sit in the boat with you in your storms. So would you just receive him this morning? That he is good. He is a good, good father and he wants the best for his children. He has plans for you to prosper you and not to harm you. He has plans that you could never dream of for immeasurably more than you could ever dream of. Those are his plans for your life. Father God, pray with me. Father God, we are thankful for your peace. God, we desire to spend time with you. We desire to hear what you have to say to us. God, help us not be, to not be distracted. It is easy to be distracted in this world. God, I pray for our country. God, I pray for unity in our country today. God, I pray that your peace would surround us and surpass all understanding. God, be with our leaders. God, be with our countrymen and women. We thank you for who you are, how you calm our storms how you delight in us, how you've called us, how you've given us a purpose and a plan. And it is good. And you have called us sons and you have called us daughters and we matter to you. You delight in us. 
And we thank you, God, that you are a way maker, a miracle worker, and a promise keeper, God. We know that about you. And we thank you for that. It's in Jesus' name we pray. As always, Coastline, know that you are loved and that the best is yet to come.